Today in Security from Wired. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. A 200-year-old idea offers a new way to trace stolen bitcoins by Andy Greenberg. Bitcoin's blockchain provides inalterable evidence stored on thousands of computers of every Bitcoin transaction that's ever taken place. Many of the transactions recorded on that distributed ledger are crimes, billions of dollars in stolen funds, contraband deals, and paid ransom sitting in plain sight, yet obscured by unidentifiable Bitcoin addresses and, in many cases, tangles of money laundering. But a group of Cambridge cybersecurity researchers now argues that one can still distinguish those contraband coins from the legitimate ones that surround them, not with any new technical or forensic technique, but simply by looking at the blockchain differently, specifically looking at it more like an early 19th century English judge. In a paper published last week, the Cambridge team argues for a new way of tracing tainted coins in the blockchain, particularly ones that have been stolen or extorted from victims and then sent through a series of transactions to hide their ill-gotten origin. Rather than try to offer any new detective tricks to identify the source of a Bitcoin transaction hiding behind a pseudonymous address, their idea instead redefines what constitutes a dirty Bitcoin. Based on a legal precedent from an 1816 British court decision, they posit that the first coin that leaves a Bitcoin address should be considered the same coin as the first one that went into it, carrying with it all of that coin's criminal history. And if that coin was once stolen from someone, he or she may be allowed to claim it back even after it has passed through multiple addresses. The Cambridge researchers have gone so far as to code a proof-of-concept software tool, which they plan to release later this year, that can scan the blockchain and, starting from known instances of Bitcoin theft, theoretically identify the same tainted coins, even if they've hopped around the blockchain for years. The software we're going to publish will let you know whether your favorite Bitcoin was ever owned by Ross Ulbricht or Mt. Gox, says Ross Anderson, the Cambridge computer science professor who leads the research group, referring to the convicted administrator of the Silk Road Bitcoin drug market and the first major Bitcoin exchange, Mt. Gox, which went bankrupt in 2014 after being robbed of 850,000 bitcoins. What we're providing is software that's very much better than anything that went before at tracing stolen property that happens to be a cryptocurrency, or if you wish, drug money, or the proceeds of money laundering. Defining Dirty Money Tracing bitcoins has long been easy in theory. The blockchain's public record allows anyone to follow the trail of coins from one address to another as they're spent or stolen, though not always to identify who controls those addresses. But that tracing becomes far dicier when bitcoin users put their coins through a mix or laundry service, sometimes in the form of an unregulated exchange that jumbles up many people's coins at a single address and then returns them to confuse anyone trying to trace their path. In other cases, users bundle together their transactions through a process called coin join that gives each spender and recipient deniability about where their money came from or ended up. 
For companies like Chain Analysis, Coin Firm, and CipherTrace that offer to trace stolen or tainted coins and who generally don't make their methodology public, that leaves limited options. They can either treat any coin that comes out of a mix that includes tainted coins as fully dirty, or more reasonably, average out the dirt among all the resulting coins. Put one stolen coin into a mix address with nine legit coins, and they're all 10% tainted. Some academics have called this the haircut method. But Anderson argues that haircut tracing quickly leads to enormous parts of the blockchain being a little bit tainted, with no clear answers about how to treat an infinitesimally unclean coin. Often, the fraction can be so small it has to be rounded up, leading to artificial increases in the total taint recorded. But when Anderson mentioned this problem in January to David Fox, a professor of law at Edinburgh Law School, Fox pointed out that British law already provides a solution. An 1816 precedent known as Clayton's Case, which dealt with who should be paid back from the remaining funds of a bankrupted financial firm. The answer, according to the presiding judge, was that whoever put their money in first should take it out first. The resulting first in, first out, or FIFO, FIFO rule became the standard way under British law to identify whose money is whose in mixed up assets, whether to resolve debts or to reclaim stolen property. Unmixing coins. So Anderson and his team of researchers started to consider what that rule would look like applied to Bitcoin's blockchain. Mix up a dirty coin and nine clean ones in a laundry address or exchange, and all ten coins that came out would be defined by the same order they went in, even if that order was just a millisecond's difference in which transaction was written to the blockchain's record first. If the first Bitcoin to go into the mix were stolen, the first to come out of the mix would be considered that same coin and thus still stolen. It allows us to see through the great majority of the algorithms people use to try and mix and obscure the origins of Bitcoin transactions, says Anderson. And doesn't that essentially make Bitcoin laundries into reverse lottery systems, where an arbitrarily chosen person ends up holding a stolen coin that might be claimed back by a theft victim? Anderson argues that the principle has worked for centuries as part of British law, and if innocent users end up having their coins claimed as stolen property, they'll quickly learn to stay away from Bitcoin laundries and shady exchanges. One unlucky person is going to end up holding the stolen Bitcoin, Anderson says. If you're not the person who went in with the stolen Bitcoin in the first place, you're never going to play that game. When the researchers tried out their FIFO analysis on Bitcoin's actual blockchain, they found that in massive thefts. Like the 2012 heist that took 46,653 bitcoins from the cloud provider Linode, or the 2014 theft of 896 bitcoins from Bitcoin Bank Flexcoin, they could create far tidier answers about where those stolen coins ended up than the haircut method could. Using the FIFO method, they linked the Linode haul to fractions of tainted bitcoins at around 372,000 addresses, compared with 2.7 million tainted bitcoins with the haircut method. The latter number would mean a single theft had tainted nearly 5% of the whole blockchain. The researchers point out. For the Flexcoin attack, they traced fractions of the stolen coins to just 18,000 accounts, compared with 1.4 million using the haircut system. Accountability at a cost. For the Cambridge researchers' technique to be put into practice, of course, it would have to be adopted by the people who actually make the rules about what constitutes a tainted Bitcoin. Governments around the world, or at the very least, Bitcoin exchanges or banks trying to avoid handling dirty money. 
but by simply publishing the results of their FIFO blockchain, as they plan to do later this year, the researchers may influence how those power brokers determine which coins they consider tainted. If their system is adopted, it would come at a price, argues Sarah Michaeljohn, a professor of cryptography and security at the University College of London. It basically destroys all privacy solutions for Bitcoin, Michaeljohn says simply. After all, innocent users sometimes put their Bitcoins through laundries too to keep their legal but sensitive transactions private. The default level of anonymity at Bitcoin is not very high, and there are legitimate reasons for people to want to make it higher. It's not a good thing for everyone to have no anonymity. The legal basis for FIFO, particularly in the U.S., also isn't quite as simple as the Cambridge researchers describe, says University of Texas law professor Andrew Cull. In some cases, judges instead use pro-rata tracing, the haircut approach in which all the mixed accounts hold a proportional amount of the tainted assets, or a technique called Giselle's bag, which takes money from guilty parties before innocent ones. And how ownership tracing works in practice can depend on myriad factors like the statutes of a particular state, the decisions of a judge, and whether the asset is defined as money or as a commodity, which is hardly a simple question in the case of Bitcoin. FIFO is just a convention. It doesn't have any inner logic to it at all, Cull points out. It's arbitrary, but it's as good as anything else between two people who are innocent. Arbitrary as it may be, FIFO does have hundreds of years of legal history behind it, the Cambridge researchers argue. And given how powerful it may be as a mechanism for sorting out mixed-up bitcoins, it could be only a matter of time until someone applies that precedent to try to claim their stolen stash. Some people will sue regulated Bitcoin exchanges and say, you've been receiving stolen goods and they were mine. Kindly compensate me, Anderson says. When the first such case hits a sufficiently senior court for it to set a precedent, that will be of enormous importance to the entire cryptocurrency world. Attack the blockchain. Follow these links in the original article for more information. Your sloppy Bitcoin drug deals are going to haunt you for years. What's the blockchain anyway? Here's our complete guide. Monero, another popular cryptocurrency, also has some privacy issues users might not have expected. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.